Welcome to Front Range Facts. This is Anthony Meisner. And Jim Marion. We're here for our local market updates today. Let's start with the greater metro Denver area. I think the one thing to point out here is we are actually out of a seasonal norm, right? We actually have seen a decrease in inventory in the month of July, which yes. is really abnormal for mm -hmm. our marketplaces. Usually you're seeing this huge increasing inventory market throughout the year, peaking somewhere in September, October, before things trickle off again. But we have seen major golden handcuffs for those people who bought or refinance back in the pandemic. So here they are with this dramatically reduced supply of inventory, even though buyers are reduced. Absolutely. It's uh, having quite an impact on the marketplace uh, in the form of just, you know, not having a lot of inventory to choose from, but keeping our prices very stable. Look at that. 29% reduced active units on the market since this time last year, which is really surprising to most people. Yeah. And I think statewide, we're at like around 20-ish. So, you know, we're seeing quite a bit more of an impact here locally in the front range. All right, so let's see this one. This one tells us about a month's supply of inventory. What this means is if no more homes come on the market, how long would it take to sell what we have, right? So what Jim was moving out of the way for is all the different counties. Okay, but what you can yeah. see is across the board, one, 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 one. Yeah. I mean, you're talking extreme seller's market conditions <sighs> in Denver Metro because even though there are not a lot of buyers out there, there just are not a lot of homes for sale either. This is like textbook seller's market, but you know, as a seller, you may be like, hey, how come I'm not getting a lot of showing traffic or whatnot? It's the interest rates, you know, there's just less, it's about quality, not quantity yeah. out there, you know, right now. And, you know, it, if it is taking a little bit longer, it's probably your price. Uh, that's a little bit out of, you know, you know, reach, but you know, if you're getting 10, 12 showings and you don't have an offer, then it's time to start talking about strategy. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the big thing here is it really depends on your price point, yes. right? Because cost of money has made it very prohibitive for people to qualify. So the bottom end of the market, really in Denver Metro, think anything under 600,000, maybe up to a million in some cases. Um, it's just we've had a reduced amount of sales because of that part. Now, one to three million cost of money has really slowed that market, yes, right? Yes. I mean, if you're taking out a million dollar loan, your payment could be four or 5,000 a month more than it was before. So it takes a lot more to weather that change. And the three plus million market, we are year over year identical with where we were a year ago. Now we've been seeing this month over month where the three plus million market, people are just parking cash in Colorado because yeah. the resilience of this market. No, they have the, the money and here you can see kind of in that, you know, days on market by price range, you know, anything essentially under a million is just, you know, flying off the shelves Crazy, when right. it comes to it. But it's also, you know, the, the difficult thing about that price point is they're more price sensitive to where they're going to go. Right. So if they're having to now, you know, sell their house and buy a new one, that's part of what's feeding into this lack of inventory on that under that million price point. It's just because the realistically, they're not probably selling. Yeah. I mean, realistically, we're talking a lot of first time home buyers. We're talking a lot of people moving from out of state. We're not dealing with a lot of trade ups. Right, know, because people just can't afford to make that change when it could be thousands of dollars a month yeah. difference. If, if you're, you know, selling a nine hundred thousand dollar home, your replacement cost to buy something else, maybe in even you know in a different state or wherever else, it is going to cost you more. And so that is just restricting the whole supply, and that is going to continue to be a decade long problem. Yeah, well, the speed of the market's not hurting anyone either because it's very normal here. That was on the last slide, but oh, I'll go back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the days on market, really, I think the one thing to remember is under 500,000. I mean, things are flying off the shelf. Yes. If you're a buyer, you got to get out there and look all the time. Yeah. The rest of the time, you know, we're still talking 30 days. It's a fast paced market, but it's just not what we dealt with during COVID. Mm -hmm. So readjust your frame of mind a little bit to remember that you just got to go out and shop every week. And when you see something you like, you got to pull the trigger on it and be confident to do that. Interest rates will change later, right? 
date the rate, marry the house. No, the, the long-term, uh, you know, value is going to be there for sure. So the percentage yep. sold to list price decreased, you know, to hundred uh, percent, which is, you know, only down a half a point basically month over month. Um, you know, in that under $500,000 price point, we're seeing it, you know, be above that, you know, hundred percent level, right, but just barely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, you know, so very, again, like 98 and a half percent roughly is, is what we have seen in historically average kind of years. Uh, so we're very close to kind of that, you know, median norm. In all yeah, absolutely. And it's really nice to see some traditional seasonality coming back and not these huge swings like we were seeing in the past couple of years. So the cost of money has really made it. So it feels like a more normalized market. Yeah. And uh, so, Anthony, here we've got the uh, Boulder County, you know, moving to kind of that county by county look. Right now we're looking at Boulder County single family homes. And, you know, from here we've got that purple line that delineates the 2023 data. So what are we looking at as far as the major trends? Well, I think what you're looking at is the type of home selling in Boulder County. It seems like it's come down quite a bit. We're showing a 6% increase year over year, but obviously you can see there was a bit of a blip on the radar last year at that time. I really truly think we're trending about the same as where we were a year ago for average sales price. Mm -hmm. I don't truly think we're selling the same exact homes. Things are real different. You can see it in the median. The median really points out that, you know, this time of year, July, August, September, we're probably going to be right in line. But during the peak of the season, when you sell those big houses, those family homes, a lot of them just didn't turn over. And so you just have seen a really different type of inventory. I don't think it means that, you know, the cost of the house dropped, right? What I think it means is we're all just sitting on our hands and waiting, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's a stable market, right? Boulder County is very stable. We've seen the consistency in the market. And so that's a good sign. And it's not something that you'd see change because even in 2011, 2010, you know, Boulder went down like 1.7%, you know? So, I mean, like the stability is is a long-term thing for, this area. Well, and you can really see it here. New listings means the new homes coming to market that month. There was a 21% drop shocking, year over shocking year. Shocking drop. I mean, way more than anyone could have predicted. And since the, the reduction in behavior from sellers had dropped so much, it actually brought inventory off the market where it's a much more tight market than yeah. it was even the previous month, which we traditionally don't see here. I mean, you can see it in our active units. They typically rise all the way through about October before they start to fall mm-hmm. off every single year. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's so, so it's you know, one. tight market, not many choices. Um, so you either sit and wait for more and, and worry about whether interest rates are going to be in your favor or not, or you pull the trigger on something that may not check every box. So our friends in Weld County are doing remarkably better than Boulder when it comes to average sales price, but it's because it's a very different climate, right? Absolutely. So out a lot there, of in, new construction, new refresher. Yeah, five hundred thousand dollar average sales price. You can still buy pretty affordably out there. We are seeing some consistent increase in average sales price, median sales price this year. Pretty similar to in line with where it was a year ago, but I think by the end of the year, that average sales price is going to be up quite a bit. So that's a good sign for Weld County. Um, very healthy market out there. And, and then why it's the so demand. healthy yeah. is because of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just basically, you know, have very you know stable uh, you know demand throughout the year month supply of inventory wow. is rotten you know i mean <laughs> you know that under two roughly two and you, know, you know exactly i mean it's yeah. it's not going anywhere but you know there's that resiliency <laughs> of your price is clearly defined in the fact that this is not a lot to choose from and therefore not dilute uh, those sellers with their price points absolutely all right so if you look at Lamar county our friends up north um new listings coming to market is actually not that far off of where we've been uh, year over year, it actually was down only 12%, but month over month, it's actually up, which actually is kind of surprising to me to see because they're following the normalized trends, right? I mean, they're right in line. And then you look at Boulder and it's fallen off a cliff. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the mark, all these different markets are kind of operating 
in the same direction, but at different paces, right? So you can see the active units are up a little bit, but they're following like a, you know, you know, and I think, I think it might, you know, fall back into that whole like idea of the fact that, you know, the replacement cost of a home that's, you know, half the cost of a Boulder home, County home, right? You know, it's, it, it hurts with higher interest rates, but it's a much less amount to do a similar kind of replacement if you're moving up or moving down. So your interest rates could be higher, but it's still not going to be like that sticker shock of, you know, multiple thousands, you know, different a month. Absolutely. All right. So look at the demand in Larimer County. I think this says it all, right? I mean, 2.4 months of inventory. It's way below the 2019 levels. It's been super stable this year. Pending numbers are looking really stable as well. They might be reduced, but there's still people out there buying and selling and trading. We're only 10% down from this time last year. So Larimer County is looking up. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, looking at the pending listings, you know, from a historical perspective, you got that, you know, 2022 is that light blue mark uh, that's, you know, kind of closest to where we are right now. Um, but, you know, from a long-term perspective, you know, where we're tracking, you know, in a lot of ways, 2019, 2018, as far as just the overall, you know, picture goes. And then Anthony, when we move over to El Paso <laughs> County, what do we see in here? The biggest shift in El Paso County has happened in the attached unit inventory, right? Mm-hmm. We went from 1.3 months of inventory to 2.1 months of inventory. They're still barely in line with whatever the rest of the front range is doing, but this market has actually slowed down quite a bit. New listings coming to markets down 33%. I mean, there's just not as much demand down there. From no, sellers. and, you know, to see kind of negative numbers, right, in El Paso. We don't normally see that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen some huge appreciation more than any other market yeah, across yeah. the front range. So to see, like, average sales price dropping a little bit for all products, I mean, this is all slightly surprising, but things are just finally slowing down. I mean, but, you know, just, you know, the days on market is still so tight, right? The inventory is still so tight that I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised to see the price go down, you know, at all in, in El Paso. Considering I would just assume, well. you know, it's largely due to the composition of sales down there because there's no way this is this market is depreciating, yeah. right? It's There's not enough inventory. There's no, It's a very fast-paced market. Mm-hmm. So... I think you just got to kind of wait and see what happens. But I think when we look back at this from a historical perspective years from now, we're going to be like, wow, El Paso still favored remarkably well. It is now the largest county in the state. I did read that yeah, the other yeah, day. Yeah. yeah, more people than in Denver Metro yeah. or Denver County. I mean. So uh, what are we? Who are we? What are we well, doing? I'm Anthony Meisner with Land Title. Thanks for joining us on our local market update. You can always reach me on my cell, 903-968-9868 or meisner at ltgc.com. And don't forget to check out our local, I mean, our state and our national updates as well as this local one. And I'm Jim Marion, realtor here at Total Banker. You can give me a call at 303-548-0243 and shoot me an email to jim at marcarahomes.com. Have a great one, everybody. See you next month.